And so I just had to remind myself constantly, you have everything that you need. You have everything that you need. You wouldn't have this desire in your heart would not have been given to you if you didn't have everything you need. And just kind of being on a mental diet of when a negative thought comes in or when I feel like I can't do it, there's a balance of like, okay, you feel like shit today. Um, I'm going to honor that, but you're not going to stay there. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hey, you. Welcome back. Okay, so I just want to say I'm over the moon about you and what this podcast has been able to do in such a short period of time. When I'm recording this, um, well, it's probably a couple months before you're going to hear it, but it is a couple days after we hit 10,000 downloads. And I'm such a goal getter in a lot of ways, but um, with this podcast, I've just been trying to honor what its purpose is, which is to inspire you to do it scared, take messy action, be it till you see it. And so I never, I just knew I was like, okay, when, when it's been three years, we're going to look and see how this is going. <laughs> and it's three months um, this week and we hit 10,000 downloads and that's a huge deal. And if you're not in the podcasting world, you might not know, but like, it really is like very few podcasts make it past seven episodes. 10 is a lot. And, um, you know, we're going to be hitting 50 before the end of the year. And that to me was an achievement, but actually seeing that we hit 10,000 downloads, that was a bigger achievement because I had nothing to do. Well, I didn't have nothing to do with me. I had a lot to do. <laughs> I'm doing the podcast, but it had everything to do with you. We hit 10,000 downloads because you are downloading the podcast because you are pressing play. You have so many other things you could be doing. Um, and instead you're like, no, I need, I need this podcast in my, my life right now. And I don't take that lightly. In fact, I take it very seriously and I'm super, super honored. Um, as a Lori Harder's podcast about a month before we went live and I said that I was really nervous and she was like, what are you nervous about? I'm like, what if people, what if I waste people's time? <laughs> and she said, well, then they just won't listen and that's okay. And I was like, oh, that's right. And so getting that download mark, um, it just, it's just, it's like the, like a lovely gift because it just means that what we are doing here is making a difference in people's lives and, um, and you are loving it. And I'm just, it's like, a, that's a conversation. That's how we're having a conversation. So I just want to say a big thank you, um, uh, at the top of the show for that. I know it'll be a little belated, um, when you hear this from the moment, but, um, I also just wanted to say it's okay to not know what things are going to be like before you get started. And that's maybe exactly what I'm trying to say with this whole gratitude is that like, I didn't know what this podcast could be so quickly. Um, but I did it anyways. And if you are struggling to figure out what your next thing is, you know, um, I definitely would dive back into some of these past guests we've had. And also today's guest, which is Geneva faith official on Instagram, Geneva faith. She's a Reiki master and you're going to hear what she did before she studied Reiki, which might surprise you. Um, definitely surprised me. I think sometimes we look at people. I know I did when I was a plies instructor. I didn't, 
I didn't think before I became a Plies instructor, excuse me, I didn't think I could become one. I didn't even think that that was an option, right? Like I was like, well, I have a job. <laughs> it pays my bills and I kind of like it. Um, and similar to Geneva, I did my first class and I was like, this is amazing. Um, but I really love her story. I really, really love uh, what her mentor did for her. And I think sometimes we just need that. We need someone in our life to nudge us a little bit more to being it till we see it and not getting in our own way. And I hope this podcast is that for you. And if it's not, um, I hope one of our uh, speaker guests um, or someone in your life is that person for you. And so maybe just like take a look around and to see who's nudging you to be it till you see it, to do it scare, to take some messy action. So anyways, um, I am done <laughs> taking up your time. I will know that you're here to listen to Geneva. It's really fun. We nerded out and we got a little on the woo side. Um, and I can't wait to hear your takeaways. So please, please, please screenshot this, tag us and let us know. Or if you're not into Instagram, if you're like, Leslie, I'm like not even sure what that even means. Just text a friend this podcast so that they listen to it. Um, that's how we get this word out. And also how people can be inspired by someone like today's guest, Geneva Faith. So after this message, here is Geneva. As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash beitpod. Again, onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. All right, be a listener. Ah, I'm so excited. I met Geneva on a random panel podcast. Like I was late to that podcast, by the way. So just another thing that you can be a little bit late, a little bit messy <laughs> and great things can come out of it. But Joanna Vargas, who was our first guest on the Be It Pod, um, had me on her uh, Get Up Girl podcast. And I met Geneva and because I was late, I had no idea who she was. <laughs> I was just listening to her. And that's what's so fun. Like it's okay to show up late to a room and just sit and listen and be an observer because you will hear and meet some amazing people. And so Geneva, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Hi, I am so super excited to be here as well. Thank you. Um, my name is Geneva. I'm a Reiki master teacher. I've been practicing Reiki since 2016. Um, I recently opened up an LLC called Tales from the Strip to incorporate different healing modalities. I do Reiki. I also do um, heartbreak mentoring slash breakup coaching. That's so cool. Um, and yeah, and like dan dance classes to just bring out like your inner sexy and confidence. So it's just a okay that I had no idea and that okay. So Monica Linda, who also knows Joanna, I don't know if you know Monica. Um, she lives in LA as well. And, Not yet. Oh, you got to meet Monica. You just have to. So Monica is also on the podcast and she just sent me pictures of myself. I don't, sorry, listeners, I'm going to make this about me for a second. She sent me pictures of myself. I didn't know her at the time, but it was probably like 2018 as of the bliss project bliss project. And I was like really kind of embarrassed to be in this class. It was like a sexy workout. And I was like, I don't dance. I definitely like, I'm like, like a robot, like Elaine in <laughs> Seinfeld, like trying to dance. And she was going through some pictures for Lori Harder and she sends me these pictures. And I was like, Oh my God, who is that girl? I was so nervous. No one would ever think that about me, but I was so nervous and I was trying really hard to like act as if, and I was just like, Oh, I don't even know how to act Good sexy. Version. I saw these pictures of myself dancing in this room and I 
was not being it till, I mean, I was trying, but like, I was just a different person. So the fact that you teach people how to do that, I just want to dive into that a little bit. How did you start teaching when to do that? And like, what did you see happen when they like found that intersexy? Like, what did you discover? Well, how I started teaching people to do that is I actually um, was a dancer for um, 11 months, uh, about 10 years ago. And while- <laughs> I love that so I much. Have- I have a very colorful, <laughs> colorful past that led me to where I am today. And I am so grateful for all of it. So while I was there, the, the whole experience, I was like, I'm going to write about this. I am here because I need to do something with this information. And it was such a, such a beautiful experience. And it, you know, there were not great aspects of it, of course. But also I, because like you, like you were saying, like, you feel like, you know, you you don't know how to dance, but really, I bet that you do. I bet, you know, I bet it's in there because like, that's how I felt. Like, I always thought that I was awkward. My sister is a brilliant and beautiful choreographer. And like, she got it all. I always joke, like, she got it all. (laughs) Right, right. There was was absolutely none left for me. Right. The genetic pull of dancing went to one sibling only. And that was it. There was like no more left to give, which when you say that out loud, it's like kind of hilarious. It's like, that's not even how <laughs> genetics work. <laughs> I, know. I know. So I found that like, holy macaroni, like I can dance. Like I can, like I was able to tap into this inner goddess, I guess. And, um, if I was able to do it, the girl who was super awkward or who believed she was super awkward then anybody can do it. So it's just, it's really nice to have groups of women in here or maybe even one-on-ones to just, you know, have them be like, I don't feel sexy at all. I don't know how to dance at all. And it's like, that's okay. We're just going to turn on music that makes you feel good. And we're just going to play. We're just going to play. And just to watch these women transform is so beautiful and so fun. And what I like to do to make their experience authentic is, you know, like sometimes I'll change the lighting. I have a strobe light, like I'll have like (laughs) some Prosecco or something just to really get them to, to feel into it, to feel into their sexy. And what have like, like, what have they said afterwards? Like, has there been any, any transformations, anything that they're like, Oh my God, like, can you tell me? Cause I'm like, maybe I need to turn on my lights off and turn a strobe light on and turn on some lady Gaga and get my dance on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, the feedback that I get was I felt really good. I feel really good. I got, I went home to my husband and he noticed the difference or I, the next day, like I went to work and I just felt sexy and I just felt confident. Yeah. That's beautiful. Okay. So, um, for the listener who is like, what in the world is Reiki? Can you tell us a little bit about that? And, um, and kind of dive into what that can do for someone, because I, I've told people to go do Reiki. I think someone was like, can I practice on you? But actually I I couldn't define it. I'd have to look it up. So can you tell us a little bit about Reiki and like what you do? Yes, absolutely. So Reiki is a Japanese energy healing modality based on the principle that the practitioner can transfer life force energy into the client. And it really helps with, you know, cleansing energy. I like to describe it best to people who aren't really familiar with it is like an energetic toothpaste. 
just like how you brush your teeth and, you know, you're just kind of cleansing all the, the guck away. That's how I describe Reiki. Um, That's so cool. That's a really <laughs> great description of it. So wait, it's Japanese. Like, how did you, like, did someone give you, like, how did you go, oh, I'm going to study Reiki? Like, did you know it your whole life? Like, what was that like? Well, I knew I wanted to do something in the healing arts. My grandma was a incredible intuitive and, um, I had, you know, very keen intuition as well. And I, I remember being younger and thinking I would love to do something with this. How could I, I wonder like how I could make this a job. You know, I always wondered that. And I think it was about like 2014 when I met someone who was a Reiki master and she ended up being my teacher. But at that point I had no idea. I had no idea what it was. I was, you know, like, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then a friend from <laughs> I think a lot of people are like, mm, really gunk. You're going to like toothpaste off the gunk off my body. <laughs> yeah. Like you're going to like toothpaste my spirit. What? Um, <laughs> so, so then like I saw like, you know, good old Facebook, I saw a friend from high school was, um, like she was looking for people to practice Reiki on because she was studying Reiki. And I'm like, huh, this is interesting. And during that time, I was going through something where I was feeling emotionally constipated. I'm a crier. I cry all the time. That's how I, you know, I feel, I feel things to free things. Um, and I was so stressed that I could not cry. And I'm like, what in the world? Like, I need to cry and I could not. So I'm like, well, maybe Reiki can help. It's free. Let's see what it can do for me. And I was hooked. I thought that maybe it would release emotions and I would cry. I didn't cry, but it felt like I had cried. I was so free. I was so like, like relaxed or rejuvenated or I I can't even think of the right word right now, but I was like, it's whelmed. It's that whole thing. Like that's that word that doesn't exist. We're overwhelmed or underwhelmed, but we're never whelmed. But like sometimes when I can't figure out how I feel, it's like, it's cause I just feel whelmed. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I've been sent the TikToks on this y'all. It's a people know I'm, I'm, I'm like, no, that wasn't mine, but that's exactly how I believe. Um, I know what you mean. That's kind of how I felt when I did my first Pilates class. Like I was just like, I feel muscles. I didn't feel, I feel like this. I feel all these things, but I felt like I meditated, but I didn't. Um, and it's a little hard to describe and like, you know, um, takes up some time. Um, okay. So I do think that you should have a definition on your website, like Reiki toothpaste for your soul. Um, I think that's (laughs) awesome. Uh, our spirit, but okay. So what were you doing before you became a Reiki instructor? Because I, I was a jewelry store girl who was like, can I be a Pilates instructor? So like, what, what were you doing before? Can you share that with us? I was an instructional assistant, um, for Arcadia unified school district in the special education department. Wow. So like nothing in the healing arts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when you, when you had this like experience where you just were like, I felt like I cried, but I didn't have to cry. I didn't cry. Like you felt this experience, like when did you go? I want to learn this to teach it. And then what was that like? Immediately, immediately. I was like, I need, I need to learn how to do this. And then it was the next day where I contacted the the friend that I met and I was, cause I knew that, that she taught it. And I was like, okay, how do I get started? And then it was, I hit the ground running. That is super cool. That is so cool. What I love. So maybe 
was there any part of you that was like, I can't do this? Is there any part of you that's like, no, this doesn't make sense? Or like, who am I to do this? Oh, yeah. Um, totally. You know, I I didn't give myself a lot of time to process it. Like I said, I just hit the ground running. And once you take your second level, you can start practicing. And I remember being there in my class and we were finishing up and she said, okay, we're going to order your business cards. And and I'm like, but I don't even want, I don't even know what I'm going to call my business. And she's like, you're Reiki by Geneva for now. You can think about it later because if you think of it, because if you think about it, you're not going to do it. Like you're going to spend so much time thinking of this creative name and you're just not going to dive in. So right then and there, we ordered the business cards and I've been Reiki by Geneva ever since. I'm obsessed with this person. Um, I freaking love it. You're totally 100% right. If you think about it, you're never going to like, that's insane. That's so, because we, we almost, if we give air oxygen to that thought, it like, it like takes a life of its own. And so she's like, no, we're just ordering your cards right now. You're just going to be this. This is fine. And that is like, it's that messy action. It's that doing it scared. Um, that's really, really cool. So, okay. So you've been doing this for five years <laughs> and you weren't even given a moment to go, hmm, maybe I can do this. <laughs> so, um, like what did, aside from ordering your business cards before you were like, even knew what your name was going to be, what was some other things that came up from like stepping into this Reiki master? Like, cause that I imagine like, because you're supposed to, as a Reiki master, you're, you're toothpasting the spirits, <laughs> people, but like, what did you have to do to make sure that you felt strong and confident doing that? Cause you kind of have to be in your own, like two feet to do, to take energy from people. Right. Or to, to clean their energy. Right. right. And there were times when I started and I just, I, I wasn't really guarding my and protecting my own energy. So I'd have a client and I'd feel sick. Um, and there were times where I'm like, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I could get sick every time I, I practice Reiki on someone, which, which was interesting. And I think what I did was really dive deep into my, my spirituality or I let my spirituality evolve. I grew up very Christian and, and there's no deity attached to, to Reiki. And so I really had to like, let, like let other things in. And what I did one time, and this is an interesting story, maybe it's a little bit too, too out there, but my friend facilitated a shamanic um, drum circle, a shamanic journey. And I was like, cool, well, I'm a, you know, Reiki practitioner now. Let's just dive deep into the word. Cool. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, um, so I went on a journey and this, you know, this is, you know, as people always ask like, well, did you take anything? And no, it wasn't anything like right. that at all. And I, I met my spirit animal and he was a deer and the deer told me, you have everything you need and punched me in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So in my office, I have deer stuff everywhere. And so I just had to remind myself constantly, you have everything that you need. You have everything that you need. You wouldn't have this desire in your heart would not have been given to you if you didn't have everything you need. And just kind of being on a mental diet of, when a negative thought comes in or when I feel like I can't do it, there's a balance of like, okay, you feel like shit today. Um, I'm going to honor that, but you're not going to stay there. So, um, you know, just to kind of have that, like, uh, I'm, 
I'm not good enough. And then, you know, the other thought of, nope, you've got everything you need, just kind of whisking it away. So kind of a mental diet, I guess. That's really cool because that, that helps you. I'm sure that whole thing helped you when you're healing people. You're like, oh, I'm sick. And your brain's like, well, you have everything you need. And you're like, oh, mm -hmm. like you don't have to keep this sitting here. We don't have to stay with this. Like we can let this also yeah. pass through us as well. Um, okay. Because our listeners are probably like, what is a spirit animal? <laughs> I have a spirit. I, the crow is my spirit animal. And I'll tell you that story. Oh. But yeah. But so that's just like, can we kind of like do a little like 101 on what a spirit animal is for those listening? <laughs> I mean, to I, me, like, I think a spirit animal is just kind of like, it's not like a, like a guardian angel of anything like that, but it's just kind of like whenever I like, okay, this is how I discovered my spirit animal. I had this random client when I was learning to teach Pilates. It was such a weird, like she still pops up in my life. And if she's listening, hi, Sue, you're amazing. But I was on my way to teach her and, um, I'm driving from Venice to Beverly Hills, which if you lived in LA, like no one does that. And I had to do it every day. And then I have to drive from Beverly Hills to Santa Monica. <laughs> Oh to go to work. But I was learning to become a flight instructor and these crows, which Ellie is covered in crows, as you know, Geneva, like, and they're big, they are beast like, and there's no crows in Vegas, which is a little sad for me. But anyways, uh, these crows, like this murder of crows, that's what they're called, flew in front of my car, like in front of my car. And I was like driving, I was like, ah, I'm going to hit these crows. And then then they flew up and then one circled back. I'm not even kidding. And I almost like, I almost ran it over with my, I'm like, Oh my God, why are you doing this? Like, why would any, <laughs> no bird dives in front of a car. Right. And no crow was hurt in this moment. But when I, I was really shook up about it, like the whole drive, I'm like, that was just the weirdest experience, which is also so weird. Cause it's like, how often have you driven? And a bird has like almost flown in. Like, I don't worry about like, I don't know why, but that just really shook me up. Lady Gaga's song was playing Just Dance, which is like my favorite song. I, uh, the only time I've ever discovered an artist I knew about her before she was on the radio. I felt really good about myself. So anyways, listen to that song. <laughs> this crow thing happens and I get to her and she's like, are you okay? And I was like, I am just really weirded out by these crows that like dive bomb my car and like try to like, you know, I don't know what they were trying to do, but they really scared me. And she goes, oh, I think like, Maybe the crow is like your spirit animal. It's just kind of show up that that's what it is. And it's this really interesting thing. The crow, a lot of people think is like not so good, but it's like a really good spirit animal. to have. Yeah. 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 So whenever I see a crow, whatever thought I'm having, I'm like, oh, noted. That's a good, like we're, we're on the path. We're on. So I would just say like, I think like a spirit animal is almost like a guide or just like a reminder that like something is happening for you. Yes, absolutely. That that's how I feel spirit animals are as well. If I see a deer, a deer image or, you know, a deer in real life, like I'm like, okay, like I'm I'm watched over. I'm on the right path. Yeah. Um, and I love I love that crow is your spirit animal because they're one of my favorite creatures. And in that journey, crow was there also. And crow said, Why do you doubt your magic? <gasps> so chills. I know me too. <laughs> Wow. Y'all just so you know, no, we had, there's not a question in my podcast thing. Like what's your spirit animal? I had no idea that we would talk about. Crows <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So that's really cool. I think that so many people could really learn a lot from that. Cause even though those are our spirit animals and even though yours told you, you have everything that you need and the crow came and said, why would you doubt your magic? Like everyone can take that with them. Like you could like, you know, like if you don't want to go through a shaman, <laughs> situation or have a crow dive bomb, dive bomb your car. You could 
literally take those two sayings with you and like kind of embody those. Um, okay. So I want to know, you know, I know you try to do Reiki because you were just feeling a little stuck emotionally, or you, I like that you said constipated. That's really funny. Um, but I, um, I'm wondering like, why would people seek out Reiki and like, what can it help them do? Because I do think that so often people get in their own way emotionally versus actually physically. Like, as we said, we have everything we need. I think any person listening to this could be it till they see it, but there are things that get in our way. And one of those could be, um, an emotional block. So can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah. I think a lot of clients, a lot of clients come in because they're feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling stressed. A lot of them come in, um, after experiencing a breakup, a heartache, um, things where they're just completely stressed out or they can't focus. So that's the stuff that they come to me with mostly. And then there's people who have physical ailments as well. And Reiki really can help with that. You know, it's energetic toothpaste that knows where to go and can, you know, shed some healing light wherever it needs to be. So mostly people come in here because they're feeling stressed, but a lot of times it's because they're feeling pain um, on the on the physical level, on the emotional level. So usually they leave here feeling lighter. I love when they come back. I love when they'll call me just to tell me I feel so good, or I was able to do that. And I didn't think I was able to do that before. Um, it's just so it's so fulfilling. It feels really, really good. I, 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 I understand that. Um, I would, so when you, when you do you do Reiki with the pandemic, were you doing Reiki via zoom? Like, do you, do you have to be in person to do Reiki? What's the, what's the situation? No, not at all. We can definitely do distant Reiki. And that's what I was doing during the pandemic, um, was distant Reiki. And before, you know, like, you know, when I was learning it, you do it on the phone, you call the client, they tell you what they're, you know, needing from you. You make sure that they're in a safe, quiet, peaceful place. You give them Reiki for 45 minutes and then you call them and see what they felt on their end. And then I can tell them what I felt on mine. And a lot of times it really just connects. Like they'll be like, I felt tingles on my crown chakra. I felt tingling on my head. And I'll be like, yeah, your head is totally where my like hands like got the warmest. So yeah, it works. It works distantly. It works, you know, you know, of course, in person, a lot of people like the experience of coming in here and having the aromatherapy. Um, but when we weren't able to do that, distant Reiki works just the same. That's cool. I'm glad that it's possible. I mean, I imagine that, and we talked a little bit about it on Joanna Vargas's podcast, but I imagine that with the pandemic, it really did require some creativity <laughs> on, yeah. on, on your end as, as much as many other people's, um, you know, as we're, as we're currently f- recording this, y'all, it's October. So or September, it's September still. Oops. Let's not sk- skip ahead <laughs> to two more days, but, um, you know, we're 20 months into this and there's been so much that you've probably had to go on a roller coaster ride with your business and like what you want. And I'm just wondering like what you're, what you're kind of excited about right now, what you're contemplating, like, what is your next step with everything? Well, I am seeing a clients in person still, but you know, not as many. Um, because we are still in a pandemic and I'm still being careful. I have children in my world who can't get vaccinated yet, but I am, I'm excited. I'm excited to 
you know, do the classes again, you know, the dance classes and um, more virtual sessions. And also I really want to create um, like an online class for, you know, Reiki one, Reiki two, and, you know, Reiki master, or at least want to start with Reiki one, because I know a lot of clients really want to learn it. And I'm just not ready to spend that much time in an enclosed space with someone, which is, Okay, so if I can do that, if I can do that online, that would be fantastic. And also create um, a program for um, healing through a breakup. So those are the things that I'm working on right now that I'm super excited about. That's so cool. That's really so. Okay, I wanted to talk about the healing after a breakup because I think I know when I when I broke up with my my ex before my husband, it was freeing in a lot of ways. And I had a lot of friends who were like, what is wrong? They're like, they thought I'd lost my mind. I'm like, no, this is, I'm, I'm great. Like I don't have a house. I don't have a car. I'm couch surfing. The studio I rent closed, but don't worry. I'm like the universe is just taking away what I don't need to take with me. Right. Like that's how I was. But I also know that that's not normal <laughs> for a lot of people to see breakups as like a positive. Um, so when people are struggling with a breakup, what do you see that uh, how do you see that affect their lives negatively? And like, what is your goal helping them heal through it? Um, a lot of times they're very, it's very shocking sometimes. Like it's, and it's very um, scary and, and so painful sometimes, you know, like I've had, I've had experiences like yours where I'm like, I know that this is a good thing. And then I've had experiences where that have absolutely crushed me to my core. So, you know, usually when people are seeking my help, it's because like they have been crushed to the core and sometimes they don't have, you know, there's a lot of well-meaning friends and family. They mean well, but they're not gentle. You know, it's like, (laughs) I think we, I love, I I think that is the best way to phrase that. They mean well, but they're not gentle. (laughs) Are you still crying over him or he ain't shit? Like, why are you like, you know, like, and which is all true. He, he might be garbage, but you know, you're, you're still mourning him and that's okay. So what I want to create is a safe space to process it. You yeah. to, you know, feel it until you free it. You don't have to rush yourself to being over it, you know, because he did a bad thing to you or because she did a bad thing to you. Um, you, you can feel all your emotions and I'm that gentle person who will listen to you and love you through the process. And a lot of times that's all that somebody really needs because, you know, your friends and family don't want to see you hurting. And like I said, they mean well, but they're, you know, saying things like, are you still crying about it or get over it? Or he's not worth it or, you know, things like that. And it puts pressure on the person going through the heartbreak because they're like, well, why aren't I over it yet? Why am I still crying about it? And then they're struggling to move through it when they're not quite ready. So it's creating a resistance and then therefore the process, the healing process takes longer. Yeah. And then that's just so much harder for them to show up in other areas of their life because we're, we cannot compartmentalize like ourselves as much as we think we can. Um, you know, it's like, Oh, I'll just put that emotion over here in my shoulder and I'll show up for work and I'll be awesome. Courageous. No, that, that shoulder is going to bother you. <laughs> it's going to oh, affect yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah, I've been, I've, you know, long, long time ago, I remember being at work and I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom and like laying in the fetal position, like on the floor. Cause I had, I had, I had nobody to talk to about it that would understand it. 
And you're absolutely right. We cannot compartmentalize it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I, I struggle with lots of words. <laughs> I'm, that's a hard one. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. So um, just having a safe place for someone to process their emotions is, is what I like to be. You know, um, my tagline is, you know, a safe space to bury your soul and, and heal your heart and tell your story. Like this oh. is, this is the space that, that I've created is, is, is safe. That is so freaking beautiful. You are amazing. You're, you're like, oh, it's like a well of like, um, like amazing, um, transformation. Uh, so we can, we can yeah. get, we can get our soul toothbrushed and we can, we can, we can <laughs> learn to dance sexy and show up confidently. And also we can overcome those. Uh, uh, it's so we've, we've talked about this before on a couple episodes, like Tina Tang and she what, talked about her going through a divorce and like what to say and like what not to say. And then Danielle Pacenti was on and she talked about how like family, you think they're going to be the most supportive people in your life and they not on purpose. They're just not. <laughs> None of it. They're just not. So I think it's really awesome that there are people like you in the world that we can reach. And then also people, our listeners can reach you from anywhere because you do it virtually. Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll find out where people can work with you and also your be it tips. Be it till you see it is brought to you by profitablepilates.com. Profitablepilates.com. Yeah. Cause you know, you should actually make money doing what you love. Yeah. So it's a fitness business coaching platform. Uh, that Leslie and I started, Profitable Pilates. And in January, we are doing a seven-day miniature version of our agency coaching program. So the fitness business coaching that you've been following uh, on Instagram at Profitable Pilates, we're doing a tiny seven-day program of it so that you can get a taste of what it is that we're doing. You can meet Leslie if you haven't already. You can meet me, which you probably haven't. Uh, and we're going to answer every single question that you may have. We're going to run through how much money you want to make and how you can actually make that money. You know, what to charge your clients, all those kinds of things. It's going to be a whirlwind. So, it is a whirlwind. And also we freaking love it. It'll be our sixth opportunity to do yeah. this program. It is our fourth year of the agency program. Oh my God. We turned four in January and we want to see you in the agency mini. So get on the wait list. Go to profitablepilates.com slash mini. See you there. Okay, Geneva, where can they follow you? Where can they become a master Reiki instructor from you or heal through a breakup, dance with you? What do you got going on? You can find me on Instagram on Geneva Faith Official um, and on my website, GenevaFaithOfficial.com or ReikiByGeneva.com. They go to the exact same place. So Perfect. There, well, yeah, there you can book your, book your sessions or contact me. Um, all my information is there. You're amazing. That will all be in the show notes, everyone. Um, and please follow her and um, let her know about this podcast and what you took away from it. Okay. So we ask everyone what bold, executable, intrinsic, targeted, or targetable. Um, <laughs> see, can't do words. Uh, tips do you have for prioritizing ourselves? Like what, what do we got from you? prioritize yourself. Um, yes, I think we talked about before the, before the show started or is about, uh, loving yourself, self-love, but that's, that's easier said than done. So I think that something that my Reiki teacher told me, um, that I think about often, oh, I I have so many little, like (laughs) little gems that I use, but what she said was, I don't give a fuck 
is where all the magic happens. And I think that encompasses a lot. Showing up as yourself authentically is going to get you the people that you want, the clients that you want, and to the place that you want, because people can tell like when you're not being authentic. So to not be afraid to to live authentically and to show up authentically, because that's where the magic happens. Ah. Uh. I love that. That no one has said you got to like, it's to not, to, don't give a fuck <laughs> Show up without it, without fucks to give or however you said that's amazing. I think that's true. I think, um, because we tend to like, think we got to put ourselves together in a certain way. We end up just not being authentic. And then we, we actually care what people think, but if we let go of that, we can actually just show up as our authentic selves. And it's like, take it or leave it. And that's okay. If you don't want to take this. Yeah. Mm. Geneva, this is so fun. It's so great to get to talk with you. And also thank you for answering all of my questions. I really have always wanted to know (laughs) more about this. Everyone, here's what you need to do. We are, this podcast grows because of you and our guests, um, come on because of how amazing and lovely you are to them by taking a screenshot of this post it on Instagram tag, be it pod and also tag Geneva faith official with your takeaway. What did you take from this? Are you going to use the, um, tip she gave and how are you going to use it? We want to hear about it. And it also really helps other people find this podcast. So thank you for doing that in advance. And until next time, be it till you see it. episode of the be it till you see it podcast one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on instagram i would love to know more about you share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it help us and others be it till you see it have an awesome day Be It Till You See It is a production of As The Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week that you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.